we got the alternative energy right. nuclear free autonomy and welcome to the radioactive show produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne and heard nationally on the community radio network namani nainari boni brody nawakandi namani nabudni ganamiana hello everyone my name is bonnie brody and i welcome you all on ganaland today and i just want to say congratulations on 20 years Thank you. Ah, oh, thank you, Bonnie. It's too good. Ah, uh, that is good. Now I'm I'm Kim Buscott. They call me Uncle Kev, and uh, I want to welcome everybody here to Ampa, and we're looking for a good meeting. So put your ideas out, because that's what I do. I steal your mob's idea. <laughs> and uh, we travel a long way because uh, we're here. Everybody's here from a long way and everything uh, because they're worrying about uh, their country and all the problems that's happening over there. Over the weekend of 15th to 17th of September 2017, the 20th meeting of ANFA, the Australian Nuclear Free Alliance, was held on Ghana land near West Beach in Adelaide. You just heard Bonnie Brodie welcoming us to her country, followed by ANFA founder and lifelong nuclear free fighter, Arabana man, Uncle Kevin Buzzacott. I'm Emma Crunch, and it was a privilege to be at the 20th ANFA, as it has been to go to some of the previous amphas around the country. Many of the radioactive show producers were lucky enough to go to amphas this year, and my co-producer, Michaela Stubbs, organised start-to-finish recording of the historic meeting. Today's radioactive show will be the first of a few shows that try and capture the people, messages and spirit of amphas. And the final A of AMFA stands for Alliance, and this is the backbone of this organisation that is led by traditional owners supporting each other in their fights to protect country, and are joined by NGOs, collectives and individuals around Australia and the world who've responded to their call for justice and a nuclear-free world. Hello everyone, um, my name is Vicky, um, I'm co-chair for AMFA, um, WA, but all over. Um, hope it goes all good all this weekend. Yay, 20 years. So with, there's a lot of us here, so can we make sure we do keep it short? Right. I'm Sue. Thank you, Johnny Cash. <laughs> My name's Regina McKenzie. I'm from um, the Flinders Ranges. Um, yeah, the West Ham's going to right next door to us. My name is Vivian McKenzie. I'm from the Flinders Ranges, and also my ancestors come from Ayers Rock, Luridja people. No, 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 I'm Dave Sweeney and live in Melbourne, work with um, Australian Conservation Foundation. 
Um, like people know, um, it's 20 years. So 1997, like Kirsten said, there's this small gathering at the um, Central Land Council office in Alice Springs, largely driven by the Mirror mob, who said, we've got the fight of our lives coming up. John Howard had just got into power the year before. For young ones, this is history. For old ones, I apologise. It might wake up bad memories. John Howard got into power in March 1996. The Australian newspaper ran a headline that said, 25 U Mines. And it was all systems go. The first one they chose was that Jabaluka one up in Kakadu. The Mirar mob, who had fought and were overruled about Ranger, said not twice. And they set about setting up ways to campaign against that. One of that was get in touch with green groups and say let's find or, you know, strengthen our ability to work together. One of the initiatives from that was let's get together countrymen all around the place who are facing threats from this nuclear industry. Let's hold a meeting, call a meeting. It was Alice Springs because it was seen like the centre. Let's go to the centre, bring strands from all over the country, sit down, talk, make connections. And that's what happened. And it was just a few people. It was not big. There's a photo in this book which is going around. There's probably only... 25 people and look here now 20 years later and it's four times that just here there's another two times that in apologies but what I'm saying is it's just growing and growing and when you look through here each year we do a meeting statement and sometimes the meeting statements are like maybe we could use last year's meeting statement and save a little bit of time we change the date <laughs> we change one location But each one, when you read it, there's subtle differences. There's differences in focus. There's differences in emphasis. There's differences in what we're key fighting. And then you look through and there are amazing victories. There are things that we were fighting that are gone. Angela Pamela, a big mine near Alice Springs, gone. Jabaluka, they dug 50,000 tonnes of the stuff up and then they put it back down again. Kungara in Kakadu, Marathon Resources, Alari, Samphire, gone. Heap leach at, at um, Ranger, gone. $25 billion expansion of Olympic Dam, gone. Minister after minister, gone. <laughs> gone. See you, Martin. And we're growing. And when Anfa started, when Anfa started, we were pulling out 13,500 tonnes of uranium each year and sending it out from ports in this country. Now we're doing 4,500. That's two-thirds gone. Now that ain't nothing. Now that's not just gilding the lily because there's things that we've lost. And people in this room know it and feel it every day. There's mines that have got up. There's Beverly and Honeymoon. There's mines that have got up. There's stuff that shouldn't have happened that's happened. There's a reactor that got up despite a really good fight and we came so close in Sydney. There's lots of things that have happened. There's a Nicaraguan saying that the most beautiful victory is the war we avoid. 
And our efforts collectively have avoided heaps of not wars, but wars on country and wars on communities in mines and crap from pillar to post. So part of the beauty of this book is what's not in it. The heaps and heaps of bad things that we together have stopped. So we have made this amazing difference. It's a gulliver difference. You know, there's this big industry. You look at their money, you look at their power, you look at their ability to pick up the minister that they own in Canberra and give the directions. We should be blitzed out of the room. If you did a real-world analysis, we would be blitzed out of the room. And yet we are shrinking them and we are strong and we are growing support and out there the sun is shining and on the roof here there's solar panels and we hold the line and every day the self-evident becomes more self-evident. So I just reflect on 20 years and in time of Aboriginal occupation, it's nothing. In time of geological, nothing. Time of radioactive waste, nothing. And speaking of radioactive waste, look at that. An international plan for a radioactive waste dump in WA goldfields. An international plan with $15 million spent in Jay Weatherall banging the drum in South Australia, over in west or north. Gone. And then ultimately, Jay listened. <laughs> Thanks, Regina. You're listening to The Radioactive Show, and that was Dave Sweeney of the Australian Conservation Foundation speaking about 20 years of the Australian Nuclear Free Alliance, known as AMFA. Today's show was recorded at the 2017 AMFA held on Ghana country in Adelaide from September 15th to 17th. We now hear some words from AMFA President Uncle Kevin Buzzacott, followed by his dear friends and supporters, Margie and Bilbo. Ah... So, okay, 20 years later, I mean, the vision, the the vision, I think, the dreams, what we had back then, is still within us. And uh, I was talking yesterday and thinking about it, that 20 years later we're here, and uh, we want to take AMPA to another level. And uh, that means tightening up a bit on certain things and getting our committee and everybody down, all our media, uh, all the stuff they've talked about. And... Uh, uh, I don't want to win this argument because if I win, if I stop the uranium and the dump and all that, I'll be bored, I'll have nothing to do. <laughs> that's about all I knew. But uh, anyhow, we've we got a lot of work to do. Uh, I don't have to tell you all, you all know. You're born with obligations and responsibilities to look after your old country. And uh, these developments have uh, destroyed a lot of old country, sacred places. 
And uh, that's what actually got me going in the first place. Uh, so all together, we hold it to ourselves to clean up the, all the garbage uh, and we owe it to old people and most of all we owe it to those little ones. I see a lot of little ones here. We owe it to that. Uh, so together we can make this old country good again. And uh, if they might want to listen to us, we can make this whole world good again. So, yeah, there's lots to think about. Listening to the man. Make them stop, please make them stop. Burning in my brain. People that you pass When I met Kevin, he um, had come for the first time to Canberra and it was because um, the water was being taken out of Lake Eyre for uranium processing. This was like 20 years ago and... um, he put it at the embassy, he put water is life, had all the signs up and since then it's taken him to Ireland. We went to Ireland. <laughs> he won a nuclear free award in Ireland. He's been to Japan, like he's been around but yeah, just tirelessly, tirelessly for 20 years he's just tried to stop Roxby and he had um, for three years had the most amazing camp up at Lake Eyre. And there were hundreds, hundreds of young people came and lived there in the desert for endlessly. It was just amazing. We used to stop the cars coming along the Unidata track and uh, give them pamphlets and cups of tea and sing songs to them. And Izzy and Mark set up a um, wind-powered cinema there at Lake Eyre. There was nothing else around you know, but they set up this cinema and used to show films to the kids and started the rapping going up there. Um, yeah, it grew and grew, but yeah, it's been a great journey. But endlessly working with his old people all the time. Um, if Kevin said to come, the Kungas would come and out to the lake and to Roxby and, you know, a lot of episodes. Anyway, it's been a good journey. Feel our anger, feel our rage How much can we take? We're living in a nuclear age What the hell for? You thought I might watch her I'm going to have to talk without crying Um... Look, I've been involved for 17 years, 18 years of AFA, which is pretty great. And it's all because 
of that old man sitting there who's now got his hat down so we can't look at him. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, look, Amphora is something that I don't know happens a lot of places around the world. It's not just about uranium. It's about black fellows and white fellows coming together. Which is really rare in Australia. And it's not just coming together, it's coming together and learning from each other and living respectfully with each other and supporting each other as a family. And that's how we win. And it's a credit to Anfa and to everyone in this room, past and present, that we're still here and still fighting. You know, and we'll win eventually. I have no doubt on it. We'll win in the West and we'll win in the South and we'll win up North. And as Dave was saying, we've had so many wins under our belt. And that is because of this campaign and the way we campaign with each other. And it is really unusual. You go to places like France or Germany or anywhere and this this doesn't happen, you know. We work as people and I think that Amphrey is a shining example of how we can actually live in Australia in general and that's what it should be like. Thanks. This is The Radioactive Show. I'm Emma Crunch and I'm bringing you some very special recordings from the 20th Australian Nuclear Free Alliance Conference held recently on Ghana country in Adelaide. You just heard Uncle Kev, Margie and Bilbo reflecting on the 20 years and, as Uncle Kev said, how we would take AMFA to the next level in the future. Now to hear from Andamatya elder Enos Marsh followed by the volunteer from Fremantle, who is also a former Green Senator and old-time nuclear-free campaigner, Scott Ludlam. I'm Enos from the Adyamatna people. And um, I think sometimes there's a saying, you can talk and talk and talk until you're blue in the face. But, um, you know, and it's uh, annoying when the government won't listen... But uh, it's not from the want of trying. And we will try, like Regina said once, we will try and try. And before they put this dump on my land, this is, I'm pinching your words, Regina, you said that they will have to kill me first, she said. And, and so, yeah, and I believe that, is, comes, that comes from your heart. Now, after going to two, giving evidence in two citizens' juries, um, we found that um, we got the, a very strong message across. And after the the big citizens, the sit, uh, second citizens' jury, I thought, gee, a part of me died. I felt like that. I felt dead after that day, until the next morning I thought, gee, nobody's going to beat me, you know, I'm still going to get get up and, you know, fight this thing to the end. And I think, like, coming to an ANFA forum gives you that strength. It sort of builds you up again to sort of fight this poison stuff, this poison evil stuff that 
the government and the mining companies want to put on our land. And I think that um, that is something that um, sort of gives you strength. It sort of builds you up. And I sort of asked the question once in my language. And, well, only my people could answer that. <laughs> the citizens' jury looked at me and I thought, you know. And so, yeah, so I, I left it there. But I've got a paper that I want to pass around later if people want to read it. But anyway... I've missed a lot of ANFA forums, but um, every time I come to one, I feel like it's recharged my health and it's sort of given me the power to keep on fighting. And, you know, it doesn't matter whose land it's on. It doesn't matter where it is. You know, I know there's a saying, you can't speak for another man's country, but when it comes to poison and the dangerous stuff like the fallout from uranium, which our people have experienced before, the fight is still there. Thank you. My name is Teresa Dodd, I'm a Harabana lady and come from Maori, I was born up Maori and yeah, just like to keep nuclear free Australia. I am Jalamba and I live in Sydney, I'm six years old. Yay. I'm Scott and I'm a volunteer from Fremantle. I wasn't at that very first meeting in Alice Springs 20 years ago. But from that meeting, um, strong Mirror woman Yvonne Margarula and her colleague Jackie Katona did a national speaking tour. And when I... Um, I had seen Yvonne talking in a documentary. I didn't know what uranium was. I didn't know where Kakadu was. I'd never been to the Northern Territory. But a couple of years before, I'd seen this documentary and in that thing on TV, Yvonne is saying, what is on the, the hill, that story can't be touched. You can't disturb it because it hurts our people and it hurts people a long way away. And I didn't know what she meant and I didn't know what she was talking about. But when she did, they did that speaking tour in 1998 and they came right around the country and they said, we need help, we need money, we need support, we need people doing political stuff, legal stuff, and we're going to blockade, we're going to stop this thing. I remembered that story that I'd seen all those years ago and she's talking about Under the Hill and I'd never forgotten the idea because I'd never come across that idea that without a Geiger counter, without all this stuff, the Aboriginal people knew that stuff was in the ground and they knew that it should never be touched. And that completely changed my life. And so that was when I quit my job and joined the Anti-Nuclear Alliance of WA, or what was called the Anti-Uranium Coalition, uh, in 1998, and said, I don't know what I can do, but I want to be able to help. And that was Yvonne that started that all those years ago. Yeah. 
Keeps me this from from Yalava, sitting upon the far west coast. I'm Richard Evans. I'm from uh, Leonora, Western Australia. I won't get a man. I'm Karen. I'm a cooker, Lange cooker, Yimidu woman. I'm from Brisbane. Yama, Bosperum, Kumurai, Kuma, Marawari. Um, East Coast follows here in the corner. <clears throat> um, and live in Brisbane. I'm Adam, I'm from Keep Queensland Nuclear Free and Peace Anti-Nuclear and Clean Energy Collective, Brisbane. And I come in Warramungu way since being made skin sun told Nana B at Tennant Creek. You know, everybody's so, so saying their tribes, I forgot mine, I'm good. No, no. celebrating 20 years of AMFA, the Australian Nuclear Free Alliance. Today you've heard just a few of the voices from the 2017 AMFA, held on September 15th to 17th on Ghana country in Adelaide. We've heard Uncle Kevin Buzzacott, Dave Sweeney, Margie, Bilbo, Enos Marsh, Scott Ludlam, and snippets of many of the other voices at AMFA, as heard in the introduction round. You can find out more about AMFA and read the meeting statement at amfa.org.au. It was an incredible weekend and I felt so lucky to be there among friends and the nuclear-free movement. Thanks to my Radioactive Show co-producer, Michaela, for carefully taking these recordings. We'll be making more AMFA shows soon, so stay posted. The song throughout today's show has been No, No, No by Archie Roach. The Radioactive Show is produced in 3CR Melbourne on Wurundjeri land and we acknowledge that sovereignty has never been ceded. It is broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. You can find us on Facebook under Radioactive Show or phone 3CR on 03 9419 8377. Our shows can be podcast at 3 cr.org.au. I'm Emma O'Crunch, and thanks for listening, and here's to a nuclear-free future. I kiss the land, I kiss her cheek, and nestle at her breath. Then I hear my mother speak, she says we're one, you and I. with minor state of title government or anyone on, on our culture, on, on our land. You know, if people say, oh, you're going to finish up with nothing, well then so be it.
but at least our hearts will tell us that we did not sell out our country and our culture and heritage for a few scungy dollars. Subscribe to 3CR so that your dollars support Indigenous voices and the struggle for land justice. Have you heard about 3CR's national programs? Coming at you on community radio stations around Australia, produced in the studios of 3CR Melbourne. Services will be cut, jobs may well be lost and workers' entitlements will be undermined. Their basic human rights are as important as everyone else. Over 200 million years, individual species have evolved. I mean, birds were once dinosaurs. Anything nasty online seems to be targeted against women. Muckety is a bad deal, but muckety is absolutely not a done deal. You're listening to Women on the Line. Welcome again to Lost in Science. And welcome to another edition of the Radioactive Show. You've been listening to Earth Matters on the Community Radio Network. Hello and welcome to Accent of Women. Anarchist Wall this week. Listen to Beyond Zero, global warming science, solutions and action. You are listening to Let the Bands Play. Tune in to Stick Together, worker stories and union news. Grassroots Voices broadcast weekly on the Community Radio Network. If you're too busy to listen to 3CR Live, catch up on a podcast or audio on demand. At 3CR's website, www.3cr.org.au.